Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Oh my goodness, girlfriend. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Girlfriend Let Me Tell You, the podcast where I share topics, stories, and experiences that most single black mothers can relate to. I am your host, Latasha Ingram. Y'all, I'm so glad that y'all are sticking with me through this podcast because I have a lot of messages that I want to share with y'all and I, I, I totally am grateful for all the support that I've had so far. I have to put that out there. I appreciate y'all. I really do. I would greatly appreciate it even more if you would share my podcast with people, let them know how they can find me so that I can get more listeners, so that I can get more guests on my show and so that I can cover more topics that you all are looking for, okay? So today's topic is now I've had to write notes down. Whenever I know it's a lot of stuff that I don't want to skip, I have to write down notes. So those of you who are watching me on YouTube, you are going to see me flipping through the pages and reading a little bit because there are specific things I want to say to y'all. The topic for today is going to be, are we attracting things or are we chasing them? Okay. So have you ever wondered why the same people keep showing up in your life? Have you ever wondered why the same negative experiences keep happening to you? Now, these are questions I want you to ask yourself, even if you have to rewind the podcast and pause it and give it some thought. These are some things I want you all to think about because I've thought about them myself. That's how I came up with the topic today. I'm talking to y'all, but I'm also talking to me because I'm not perfect and I still make mistakes and sometimes we have to learn the hard way, right? I'm one of those people. Sometimes I have to learn the hard way. So with that being said, I'm talking to y'all and I'm also preaching to myself, okay? So before I tell you why I think that a lot of these things happen, I want to mention something that I've heard people say about situations similar to what I just mentioned, right? So you know how people say that they attract a certain type of people. They may say they attract cheaters. They attract men who um, don't want to work. They attract hood hood men. Y'all know how they call them. Hood, right? They attract men who are abusive. They attract friends that always lie and steal and talk about them and use them for whatever they have going on. And they always attract people who want a hookup as far as in their business. Like every time you start a business, all these people come to you saying, can I, get a, can I get a discount? Can I get a sample? Can I get it for free? Can you hook me up? Can you hook my peoples up? These are the types of people that we say that we attract, right? And I'm gonna say we, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put myself in that group too. These are the kind of people that we say we attract. Well, this is what I came up with. For every person that says, I attract the wrong people, there is somebody else saying, nah, they just know who to do that to. I know you've heard both sides. I know you've heard people say, I just keep attracting people who need help. I always keep attracting people that need somebody to talk to. I always attract people that want to cuss me out and embarrass me. But then there's somebody else saying, nah, they know what to do that to because that don't happen to me. People, people don't treat me like that. Because they know who to do that too, right? There's a flip side to both of them. Now, one thing I want to say is 
we can walk away from these people. Is it going to be easy if it's something you used to? No, it's not going to be easy. But you do have the option to walk away from these people. You don't owe everyone an explanation for why you're trying to contain your peace. You don't need to explain to people why you won't let them use you. Now, if you if you're in a position where you feel like it's okay for you to say, "Hey, no, I can't I can't I can't do that for you right now." That's perfectly fine, but always remember that you have the option to walk away, especially in the beginning, okay? There's so many things that we allow people to do. That's why it carries out so long because we allow those things to happen. But you can always walk away and that lets the other, if you, because if you don't walk away, that lets that person know, oh, I got the right one. I got the right one. Oh, I'm about to use this person the way I want to. I'm about to get everything out of them. You know what I'm saying? This person's going to let me do what I want to do because I already have one foot in. Right. That's what the people who have um, foul intentions. And you have to pay attention to the red flags, too. We're going to talk about red flags later, but you have to pay attention to the red flags. And if they intend on abusing you physically or if they want to move into your house, they already have it in their mind how they're going to make that happen. They know how to manipulate the right person, because remember, they have to have the right person, whoever they're going to manipulate whoever they're going to move into the house with, whoever they're going to, whoever car they're going to borrow, whoever's money they're going to borrow, all that stuff, they set the tone for you to either accept or decline, right? Now on the flip side, because I don't want to make it seem like people always feel like they only attract negative things. But on the flip side, you might be the kind of person that thinks that they attract good energy, healthy friendships and healthy relationships and they always attract blessings that manifestation everything they want they're going to have everything that they desire is going to come to them there are people who think like that too who say look i only attract good stuff in my life they say that and it actually happens so there's a flip tide to both right that's why the initial question that i asked is are you attracting things or are you chasing them? And I'm going to get into that. Either way, whether it's negative or positive, it's not always a matter of attracting those kinds of things or those kinds of people or attracting those circumstances. It's more so that we chase, okay? In a lot of cases, people do more chasing than they do attracting. Like they, they seek what they are searching for that's what it is so a lot of situations that we end up in is because that's what we were looking for anyway we weren't trying to find it so we could avoid it we were trying to find it because we're familiar with it we are familiar with the abuse we are familiar with the toxicity other people are familiar with the positivity they are familiar with going to places where they know there's not going to be any drama they know how to uh, decline invitations to certain events because they know it's going to trigger either their anxiety or their anger we chase that, right? That's what people chase. So one thing I want to say is whenever these people come into your life, they don't know you. Remember the first time you meet somebody, they don't know you. You don't know them. They're trying to fill you out to see if you are the people that they are chasing, the people that they are looking for. And you are supposed to be trying to figure out if this is the type of person or the type of circumstance that you are looking for, the type of circumstance that you want to be in. That's what we have to pay attention to. So whenever you find a man that is a cheater, 
or a man who is married. Don't entertain that, right? And let me say, don't entertain that if that's not what you're looking for, because my morals are not your morals, okay? But if there is a man who is clearly married, if, if you're like me, just avoid that situation altogether, okay? Just avoid that situation altogether. Don't even entertain it for whatever reason. Now, I have heard women who say they like to deal with married men because there's no commitment. They can leave when they want to. They don't owe the man anything. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But keep in mind, a man who will step outside of his marriage is a cheater. So that means that you chase cheaters. That means even if you find a man who is not married, who is single, that doesn't mean he won't cheat on you because now you know your type. Even though their status may be different, you are running towards cheaters for whatever reason that may be. Okay, again, everyone's morals are not my morals, but I'm not about to be out here intentionally sleeping with a married man, dating a married man, going out with a married man. I'm not about to do all that, right? I'm not judging you. I'm telling you about me. All right. Also, there are women who chase other women who are classy. I want to be like her. I like her style. I like her clothes. I like the way she talks. I like the way she carries herself. I like the fact that whenever she posts on social media, she's in these settings with the dining room tables. She's on beaches. I like the fact that she wears clothes that are not too revealing. She's not twerking on camera. I like that woman. I want to be around women like her. And we chase that. We find out where these women are hanging out. We follow their social media to find out how they got to where they are. We see these women in the streets and we walk up and introduce ourselves. All that good stuff. Chase what you want. Instead of just saying that, oh, I attract this. No, we chase it. That's what you're looking for. Okay, because keep in mind, these people don't know you and you don't know them. This is what you're going after. In the same sense, if you look like the type of woman who is full of drama, if you approach another woman with a loud mouth, um, an attitude, um, your clothing is not a reflection of her. The same way you're saying, oh, I want to be like this woman. That woman could very well be saying, I don't want nothing to do with her. See? See? See what I'm saying? You have to chase it. You have to know what you're going after. She might not want nothing to do with the other woman. And that's perfectly fine. Get your shit together and try again. Okay? There are also women who are drama-free. We chase events and outing, excuse me, we choose events and gatherings that are meant to uplift us, okay? You might go to a women's retreat. You might go to a tea party, if that's what they call them, like a brunch for women. You might go there. You might go to a game night. You might, you might go out by yourself. Go listen to some live music, jazz music, something that's not too hype. Something that's not going to get you crunk, right? You might go to an event like that. We chase friends who are messy. We chase them. And when I tell you we chase friends who are messy, sometimes they're not even friends, they're just associates. But if you pay attention to your social media, because you are a product of what you follow, if you go to social media and you're following all the gossip pages, if you go to social media and you're following all the pages where they are talking trash, it's a whole lot of fighting, it's a whole lot of cussing, it's a whole lot of dysfunction, that pours into you and you are a reflection of what you are around. 
right? Believe it or not, you can say what you want to. If you don't like it, put it in the comments. But you are a reflection of what you feel your what you fill your mind with, right? So if you are not a dramatic person, follow what it is you're trying to display or um, portray about yourself. Follow that. Feed yourself positivity, and positivity will flow out of you, right? People can see that even if you have a messy day, and I've said this before, if you are a good person, if you are a positive person with great intentions and you have one messed up day, there will be people who will say, oh, she's just having a bad day because that's not her. She don't usually act like that. Something is going on. Something didn't happen. I'm going to check on her. I'm going to see what's really good because she would never do that. Like the Tasha, I know she would not do that. She's a great person. You will have people who will speak up for you when you're not even present, right? But if you are constantly messy, and I know y'all have seen it before, if you are constantly messy, always going off on people, always doing negative things, cheating people, um, being deceitful, not keeping your word, breaking promises, doing all this other stuff, people will remember that too. So when you have a good day, they'll say the same thing. Oh, she faking because I know her. Mm -mm. She's up to something. I wouldn't trust it. I wouldn't trust it. Stay away from her. Yeah, she looked like she's doing good. Stay away from her. Stay away from her. Your reputation precedes you in certain situations. So keep that in mind too whenever you're trying to chase stuff. We also chase men who will provide for us without making us feel like we owe them something. You know, there are men out there who will say, I don't want you to work. I want you to chase your dreams and I got you. And they are so genuine about it. There are some men who were raised to provide and protect their women. There are some men who were raised just on survival. Like, I got to take care of me. You take care of you. There are men who weren't raised at all. They just kind of learned from the streets. Right? There are different kinds of men out there. But if you want that, because, and y'all know there's men out there who will provide for us without making us feel like we owe them anything. There are men out there who want us to let them um, provide for us. But again, if you are in a city or a county or an environment where that's not happening, you got to go chase what you're looking for. And don't say, I'm going to make this man be the man I want him to be. I know he say he won't, but I bet you he will. Don't, don't even put yourself through that stress. There is somebody for everybody. And I know I've said that plenty of times before. There is somebody for everybody and don't settle for just what you can get. Go and get what you want. Even if that man is in a different state. Even if that man is somebody that you think is out of your league. If that's what you want, go get it. Right? Because the same way there are women chasing men. And when I say chase through the, throughout this whole episode i don't ever want y'all to think that when i say chase i mean desperation no when i say chase i mean go after this is what i'm looking for right it's not desperation because that's exactly what it sounded like when i just said it but that's not it let me clear that up i'm not saying chase as in out of desperation i'm saying chase as in go after like your dreams this is what you're y'all got what i'm saying i'm clear y'all got it the same way some women chase men who will provide for them and love them and take care of them and be their support. For example, Sierra, the singer, and her husband. What is his name? Wilson? Y'all know I'm talking about those. Sierra. The heck is that man's name? Something Wilson. The football player. Y'all know who I'm talking about. 
The same way women say, oh, I want to know what prayer she prayed or what prayer he prayed, right? There are women who are looking, Russell, that's his name. There are women who are looking for a Russell Wilson and there are women who are looking for a future. <laughs> Sierra's first child's father, right? Some people chase toxicity because that's what they're normal. That's, that's what's normal to them. That's what they're used to is toxicity. So quite naturally, they're like, I want a man that do this. I want a man that's in the streets. I want a man that talk trash. I want, that's what they want. Again, my morals are not your morals. What I'm trying to get may not be what you're trying to get, but girlfriend, that's you. You do you and I'm going to do me. I'm not judging you. Okay. I'm not judging you at all. Man. Let me touch on this. When it comes to us chasing toxicity, I truly believe that we are trying to be victorious. And I'm explaining that to you. I remember back in 2005, when I had my first apartment, I met this woman who said, I'll try anything twice. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah. I'll try anything twice because you may have done it wrong the first time or you might like it the second time. I, I'll try anything twice. Now, I haven't lived by that, but I do think about that often like I'll do it again. <laughs> like I said earlier, some of us have to learn the hard way. Hard head, make a soft behind, and sometimes that's a risk I'm willing to take, right? So whenever we are chasing toxic situations, it's because we are trying to be victorious and we're trying to get it out of our system. And, and I'm going to give you an example. Have you ever had a discussion with somebody and after it's over and you're by yourself or you reflect on it, you're like, dang, I should have said this. I should have said that. I, I should have did. If that ever happens again, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it like this the next time, right? And then without unconsciously, you are out trying to relive that situation either with the same person or with a different person. Now, here's the thing. As a single mother, I used to be toxic, right? But it was because of my situation with my son's dad. So if we ever got into an argument and I felt like I lost, oh, I got to start another argument because I got to win this argument, right? I have to do something crazy to make him react so that I can get the result that I'm looking for. I have to be victorious. I have to win this fight. Not physical fight. I don't want anybody to think that. My son's dad was not physical. But I have to win this argument. I have to win this disagreement. I have to one-up him, right? And I'm pretty sure he probably felt the same way too. But we have situations like that. Or you might go to work and somebody disrespects you. And you're like, mm -mm, I'm not doing this at work. But then you go home, you're like, that on my lunch break i'm going off like i'm going off in the parking lot <laughs> it is what it is or you might be with somebody we're going to go back to you might be with somebody who is cheating and that cheater might be someone else's husband and you feel like okay so i slept with this man he said he was going to leave his wife for me he didn't and now i'm single nah 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 i gotta go back and let him know Nah, you're going to treat me right, you're going to treat me better, or I'm going to blackmail you, or I'm going to tell your wife. We chase that because we're trying to be victorious. Now, if you've never thought of it like that before, listen to me clearly. A lot of the situations that we go back to is because we're trying to have a different outcome. We're trying to have a different result, and that's what happens. That's how we keep ending up in these bullshit-ass situations. And you go home. 
you might cry or you might call your home girl and be like girl let me tell you what happened let me tell you what happened da 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 and I wish I had done, man, I wish I had done this. But I tell you, if it happened again, this is what I'm going to do. And then it happens again, and it may sneak up on you. So you still didn't do what you said you was going to do. So you got to bring that situation back, because I'm going to do it better this time. I know y'all have been there before. I know you have, where you've gone back to a situation that you clearly, clearly survived. And you're like, I'm going back because I, I want to do this, right? Or you feel like you're going to one-up the person. You know what? You got me, but I'm going to get you back. It's like you're keeping score of how you can be toxic to the other person too, right? It's one of the craziest things that we do that kind of don't make sense, but we do it anyway. Ugh. I just drank me some water. I ate some cream cheese earlier, which I... Shouldn't have. I knew that. Toxic. That's something else. I'm glad. I'm glad I said that. Some of the situations we put ourselves in has nothing to do with people. It's just us being stupid. Let me tell you what I mean. I just said that I had some cream cheese. I lied to myself because last night, I, just last night, I was not feeling good. I'm 39 years old and it seemed like just slowly as I eat foods that I'm familiar with foods that I eat all the time when I eat them something happens either something makes my chest hurt now and I got to where I'm burping and it burns so I, I think that's acid reflux or something I don't know I'll get it checked out I'll burp it burns like it's acid I'll eat cheese it messes my stomach up I already know that I can't drink cow's milk um, but I still I still deal with cheese like I like cheese right cheese mess me up Cow's milk messes me up. Now I've got to wear red sauce, um, salsa, spaghetti sauce, ketchup, tomatoes, tomato soup. Excuse me. All that stuff. See, I'm burping now. All that stuff does something to my body. And guess what? I go back and I eat it. I just found out um, just this week because I used to like white cranberry strawberry juice. I used to be able to drink that a lot. But now when I drink it, it, it gets me stopped up. Like my nose starts getting um, stopped up. Did you know, I'm going to get off subject for just a moment, which is still kind of on subject. There are foods that you are allergic to that you still eat. I had a book called um, Your Allergies Are Making You Fat. Whenever you eat something that you are allergic to, because sometimes we think um, an allergic reaction may be itching or rashes or burning. Nah, if you eat something that you're not supposed to or drink something that you're not supposed to, your body will reject it or it will alert you. Hey, don't give me any more of that. And that could be your eyes watering. It could be your nose running. It could be your nose getting stopped up. It could be a lot of mucus in your throat. It could be an upset stomach. It could be itching. It could be burning. It could be numbness. It could be your tongue swelling. It could be your face itching. It can be all kinds of stuff. So white cranberry, strawberry juice actually makes my nose get stopped up. And I get like this mucusy thing in the back of my throat. What I do, keep drinking, cough, spit, drink some more, crazy, crazy stuff. Something else, whenever um, I was drinking that juice, I felt like if I drink some water behind it, that'll make it. But no, I need to stop drinking the juice. That's what I mean by being toxic. I'm hurting myself. Nobody else is involved. It's just me being hard-headed. Cheese. Every now and then to make my stomach upset, I get stopped up. I get constipated. 
Once that constipation passes, I'll eat more cheese. Or while I'm constipated and my body is hurting, I'll eat more cheese. Crazy. You keep doing the same thing, you're going to get the same results, right? I get the same results every single time. Whenever I eat red sauce, either salsa, whenever I make like my hamburger dip, or if I eat chips and salsa, or if I put salsa on my tacos, or if I put a tomato on my hamburger, or if I eat spaghetti, all that stuff, guess what's going to happen? My throat going to burn. I'm going to get indigestion. I'm going to be laying in the bed at night. I'm going to have to sit elevated. I can't lay flat because all that stuff hurt. And what I do? When it's over, go on back and eat some more red sauce. Crazy. That is the perfect example. But I ate that. Um, I made a dessert, a blueberry treat, and it includes cream cheese. So what I was saying was last night I told myself I'm not going to eat any more cheese and I'm not going to eat any more red sauce. I woke up this morning. I still had some dessert left. So I was like, I don't want to go to waste. waste. I'm going to eat it. Now I'm sitting here suffering while I'm trying to record this podcast. I'm going to make it through. I'm going to make it through the podcast, but that is a great example of us chasing crazy stuff. <laughs> I told y'all, I'm human. I'm not perfect. I'm similar to a lot of y'all. We got we got some stuff with us, right? Just had to get that out the way. Perfect example. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, so what I was saying was we do the same thing again, or we put ourselves in, in similar situations because we want to be victorious. We want to overcome it our own way instead of just walking away and say, look, I'm glad I survived that. So y'all hold me to it. Y'all hold me to it. No more cheese, no more cream cheese, no more red sauce, no more tomato products, right? No pizza, none of that stuff, right? Y'all can hold me to it. Y'all can hold me to it. Ask me about it later. Girl, you've been eating cheese. And if I'm being truthful, hopefully I can say no. Okay. All right. So the next thing I want to say is we have to get used to better situations. If we want better, we have to get used to better situations. And it may take a while because it might look like familiar people in sheep's clothing. And what I mean is after a while, you realize this food is going to do this to me. Right. And just like um, cow's milk, I can't drink cow's milk, but they have the lactose-free milk, which is still cow's milk without the lactose, which means it doesn't remove all of it. If I drink that lactose-free milk, which is what I had started doing years ago, I still get the cramps in my stomach because a little bit is still too much for me. So I've been drinking almond milk for probably 10, 12 years now, right? And now that's starting to do something to me too. <laughs> Life is crazy. <laughs> Life is crazy. But whenever it comes to people, you might say, hey, I know men with big eyes are always a mess. Like, that's how I look whenever I'm on the dating apps or when I meet somebody in person, men with big eyes, you know, just kind of, I, I can't trust them. I can't trust them. They may be different for you. I can't trust men with big eyes. Um, men who get loud for no reason whether it's from excitement, whether it's from, I don't know, men who just all of a sudden get loud during a conversation because they're trying to speak over you, that's a red flag for me. So even if it's a man who has very good intentions, that's a red flag for me, right? You pay attention to that. Now, I'm not saying that just because the person may somehow convince you that they're a good person, that you should just be like, nah, I'm tripping. I'm overthinking it. Because we're not always overthinking it, right? 
But if they have something going on with them that is a trigger for you, in my opinion, for me, that's a good reason for me to leave the situation. Because no matter what happens, I'm still going to pay attention to to what you got going on that's making me be like, I should not be here. Here I go again. I should not be here, right? Okay. Because there's so much information on the internet and there's so much information right at the tips of our fingers, there are people who are very deceitful who pay attention to people who are not deceitful and they try to copy their ways. That's why I say you may find some people who are in sheep's clothing. They're trying to hide who they are so they can suck you in and be that person that you were trying to avoid the whole time. Use your judgment. Are we always 100% correct when we judge people? No. But you can still judge a book by its cover. I don't care what nobody say. You can judge a book by its cover, right? So look for signs that may trigger you because this person might have good intentions, but you can't trust them. And keep in mind that their good intentions may still not be your good intentions, okay? Be your own person. It's up to you to take a chance on them, but don't ever, ever, ever feel pressured to deal with that person. Even if you have a best friend or a favorite aunt or a favorite cousin or a coworker who says, look, I know this guy. He is great. He is perfect. I think you two would make a good couple. You still have to use your own judgment. You still have to use your own judgment because you have to think about it. The way that man acts towards his sister it's not going to be the same way he acts towards you. The same way that man acts towards or around his mother is not going to be the same way he acts around you. So they don't know if he's going to be a good boyfriend. They don't know if he's going to be a good husband. They don't know if he's going to be a good father because he's never had to play any of those roles in their lives. So you still have to use your own judgment. Boy, that was a word. That was a word because that was a word. I know some of you, if you are a single mother listening right now, you've had somebody to tell you that your child's father will be a great father. He will be a great husband. He's going to be a great boyfriend. He's going to be great at this. He's great at that. And then you get with him and you like, ain't I, what? <laughs> what? Come on playing with me right that's all i'm gonna say about that right there. that's all i'm gonna say Today's episode is brought to you by Whole Lot of Jewelry by Latasha Ingram. That's right, your favorite independent consultant for paparazzi accessories. You can shop online for affordable jewelry that is nickel-free, lead-free, and suitable for children, men, and women. You will find many colors, styles, and also new arrivals each weekday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Visit these websites now to get your shopping done before the next holiday, birthday, anniversary, or any other special occasion. That's wholeloutofjewelry.myshopify.com or visit wholeloutofjewelry.com daily for new releases and to become a part of my team. Once you get to the website, click join my team, choose your kit, and start selling immediately. It's just that easy. Again, that's wholeloutofjewelry, H-E-A-U-X-L-O-T-T-A-J-E-W-E-L-R-Y by Latasha Ingram. So here are a few things that you can do now in the process of you trying to chase slash attract slash 
claim slash manifest whatever it is you're trying to do. First thing I want to say is pay attention to patterns. Okay. Some of the people who do the same things have the same patterns. Okay. You might meet some patterns. That's what I'm going to say. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you have a man, like I said earlier, who always talks over you, does not let you speak. Anytime you try to ask them a question, they change the subject. They move on to something else. They try to make you think you crazy. That's a pattern. To me, that's a red flag. That's a pattern. It's a trigger. You got to go. If you have a man who says, I want to open your door for you when you get in the car. I want to pull your chair out whenever we get to the restaurant. Pay attention to that. Have you ever had a man do that before? How did it end? How did it go? Did you like it? Was it was it good for you, right? If you have a man who says, I think you're beautiful with and without makeup, it doesn't matter to me. And he's genuinely like that. Like when you don't have your makeup on, he doesn't act different. When, he had, when you have makeup on, he doesn't act different. If you have a man who says, and this was my last boyfriend, this is what my last boyfriend said to me. I asked him, baby, let me tell you something else. We have to stop paying attention, so much attention to other people's relationships because whenever you try to compare your relationship with your boyfriend or your husband or your fiance or this person you're dating, when you try to compare what you got going on to what somebody else has going on, you're going to screw yourself over. I will tell you that. So I remember looking on social media and there were like women in bathing suits. There were women in short shorts, women in like tight clothing and stuff. And then people would say uh, she don't respect him because she's wearing this. Or they would say, if that was my woman, she wouldn't be wearing that. Or, you know, you have the skits on TikTok where the man's like, come back in the house, you're showing too much. So I had a conversation with my boyfriend one day, my ex-boyfriend. And I had said, would you ever tell me what to wear? Is there anything that I could wear that will make you say, take that off? And he said, no, because I trust your judgment. When you get dressed, I trust your judgment. Now. I know he wasn't trying to put no pressure on me, but that was a great statement. And it made me think about everything I wear. Now, I don't wear anything too revealing anyway. I don't, unless I'm on the beach. And even then, I'm, I'm being careful too, <laughs> right? But he said, I trust your judgment. So in my mind, that translated to, just don't embarrass me. Just don't do, don't wear anything that, that you think is going to make me have to say something to you. Carry yourself like a lady no matter what you're wearing. Wear it for you. Don't wear it for nobody else. And don't be out here trying to seek unnecessary attention. That's the message that I got from him saying, I trust your judgment. Right? So pay attention to patterns. Something else. If you have friends who talk pure trash about people they hang out with i'm gonna tell you something a lot of people say well they talking trash about you too well hell we all talk trash about somebody uh shame the devil tell the truth tell the truth shame the devil <laughs> i have it go i'll mess up a cliche in a minute but y'all know what i'm talking about we've all said something about somebody that we didn't agree with right and half the time, most of the time, whenever we talk about people, it's factual. So it's factual, right? 
But just because I tell you how I feel about this particular person, or just because you tell me how you feel about a particular person, that doesn't mean that I'm talking pure trash or lying or spreading rumors on you. And that's not what it means about you neither. Because sometimes you can be friends with or be cool with somebody and you're trying to let your other friend know, but girl, don't you get too close to her because I've been knowing her for 20 years now. So I'm used to it. I can see the red flags. I can see when she's about to cut up. I can see when she's about to try to take somebody man. I can tell when she's lying. I can tell when she's about to go out here and use somebody. I can tell when she... Look, I'm telling you to watch out. I can deal with it. You not. Because you're new. I'm 15, 20 years in to knowing this person over here. Right? Patterns. Sometimes people talk trash about their friends around you to protect you. Yep, I said that. Do not ignore red flags, though. Whatever red flag is to you, that's your red flag. You deal with it. It's no one else's red flags but yours. Don't let nobody tell you, girl, he only he only do that because, girl, she only do that because if it's a red flag for you, it's a red flag for you. Something that is a red flag for me is, again, I don't like too much confrontation. I don't mind a healthy debate. I don't mind a healthy conversation where we might get loud. But when you start calling me names, when you start trying to belittle me, when you start trying to make me feel stupid, when it gets to a one-sided conversation where you think you're going to do all the talking, that's a red flag for me. Because if I can't speak and get try to get my point across to you, then we'll never make it because this is your conversation. Like you're trying your darndest to be heard, but you're not listening to me, right? So in your mind, you will always be right because it's not like I'm not trying to converse with you. It's not like I'm not trying to interject with you. It's just you didn't allow me to. And what I'm not going to do is get into a screaming match with anybody. Baby, I don't have the energy. And I know a lot of people might say, I'm not going to say a lot of people, but I've heard some people say, when somebody is arguing with you, just tell them, yeah, you're right. Uh, no, I'm not saying you're right. I'm not saying nothing other than you can have that. You, you, you got it. You can have it. But I'm not saying you're right because you're not right. I'm not going to walk away making you think you're right. You thought you were right when you started the conversation anyway. Right? I'll walk away from a conversation. I'll walk away from an argument. And if it's a situation where I feel like I have to stick around and let you finish just to not cause more animosity, I'll do that too. But I'm not coming back. I'm not messaging you back. I'm not answering your calls. As a matter of fact, I'll make it pretty clear. Don't call me anymore. Don't text me anymore. It's over because you're doing too much. Whatever that too much is, you're doing too much for me. Right? Pay attention to the red flags. Okay? Pay attention to the red flags. If you have a conversation with somebody telling them what you will allow and what you will not allow, and they're like, I'm going to do it anyway, you got to let them go. You got to let them go. I'm telling you. And like I said earlier, I'll try anything twice. Sometimes I feel like people just get excited or they get in the moment, uh, like something gets heated and then they may act out. And then some people will say, you know what? I was wrong. I apologize. Give me another chance. I apologize. Let me try again. I was wrong. I hope you'll forgive me. And then you give them another chance and you just go off of that. Right? Okay. Pay attention to your gut. Your gut feeling. When you are around this person, when you are around this place, 
when you are in this environment, when you are at your job, when you are talking to your kids' teachers, when you're talking to your kids' friends' parents, whenever you go somewhere, do you get butterflies like, oh, okay, or do you get gas like, mm, 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 you're not staying the night with them, they're not sending their kids over here, you're not going to that birthday party with your friends from school, you're not going on this field trip because these teachers don't pay attention. I'm not going over to this dude's house because he seemed like as soon as I get in, he going to lock the door and I'm not going to make it back out. I'm not going to go over here and chit chat with these women because I can already tell they're going to ask me for my ideas and they're going to take them as their own. I'm not going back over here and dealing with this family member because every time I get around them, I want to fight them. I want to curse them out and I'm not in the mood to do that today. Follow your gut feeling. Okay. That's how we can avoid a lot of situations. And if your gut feeling is saying, hey, I feel like fighting tonight. I'm going to the hoodest club I can where they don't have security. That's you too. Or you might be a woman and say, I don't care what he got going on. I'm going to go to his house because I can look at him and tell that I can beat him up. And I love to fight. So I'll fight him. That might be your thing too. <laughs> it might be. Again, your morals are not my morals. My expectations are not your expectations, right? So I don't want to tell people, you know, you're doing this wrong. This is what you should do. I'm telling you, here's a few things you can do to help you get in or out of a situation, okay? All right, to help you either allow or avoid a situation or a person. That's what I'm telling you. This is just for me. Now, I've talked about this one a lot of times before, and I'm going to talk about it again. You have to set boundaries. You have to set boundaries for yourself, for one, because you have to know what you will and will not allow. Now, there are people who will step over your boundaries. They will push your boundaries, right? But you have to even, you have to know what they are. You have to know before you go into a situation, this is what I will allow. This is what I will not allow. And if something comes up that you did not expect, then in that moment, you have to make a decision, right? Like, okay, I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to roll with it because... I don't know. This is different for me. I'm going to roll with it for, for the next 15 minutes. I'm going to roll with it today. I'm going to roll with it this weekend, whatever the case may be. Go back to the drawing board. Now I know I don't like this. I don't want to accept that. This is something else I need to look for in people and places. Right? Set your own boundaries. Set boundaries for yourself. Because I know we break them sometimes. I know y'all do because I did with, within within the last 12 hours. <laughs> within the last 12 hours, I lied to myself. I said I was not going to eat any more cheese. Any more cheese. Any kind of cheese. Cream cheese. Sharp cheddar cheese. Cheese whiz. I need to stay away from the cheeses, right? Set your boundaries for yourself and once you start respecting the boundaries that you set for yourself, then you can fully expect people to, to um, not cross the boundaries that you have set for them also. Now, you can't just set boundaries and not tell nobody what they are. That's why as adults, we need to voice what it is we will and will, now, will, and will not allow. Now, I am the type of person, like I said earlier, in, in a lot of cases, in 90% of situations, I'll try anything twice, right? 90%, which means you might catch me in that 10% where I'm like, I'm not doing none of that <laughs> now or ever. I'm not doing none of that, right? 
But whenever I set my boundaries for other people and I voice it to them, like this, look, I can't, I can't do this. I'm going to tell y'all something specific. And I want y'all ladies to pay attention to this. I don't care who you are or what you're looking for, or what you're going through. I want you to live by this. Keep dirty hands and dirty mouths off of your privates because it would throw off your pH balance. And I'm going to tell you what I mean. If you run into a guy who has dirty fingernails, that's something I look at. It's not the first thing I look at. The first thing I look at is their teeth. I look at their mouth. I look at their lips. I look at their gums. I look at their teeth. If your teeth have tartar, that white plaque that be down here, it seems like it's always on the bottom teeth. People that had a white plaque entering their teeth, you know what I'm saying? You can tell they don't floss. You, you can tell they don't brush that good. You can tell they got something going on in their mouth. When they have that plaque, that light stuff, when they have rotten teeth in the front, when they have the plaque, the plaque. See, y'all can't hear what I'm saying because I'm touching my mouth. But when they have the plaque on their gum line, when their gums are white instead of pink or black, because mine are black, okay? My gums are black. But when they have the white film on their gums, when they... Food stuck in their teeth every time you see them. The corners of their mouth are white. The tongue is white. Baby, don't let them put that tongue on you. Don't let them put their tongue on your mouth, on your skin, or especially your privates because your pH will be thrown all the way off, right? If you have, if you're dealing with somebody who has a clean looking mouth, but they just finished eating, they just finished eating something spicy, they just ate something real sugary, whatever it is. They just finished eating. Don't let them put their mouth on your don't let them put their mouth on your privates neither because it's gonna throw your pH off, right? When you have people with dirty fingernails, dirty hands, they just finished rolling blunts, they just finished scratching their head, they just finished touching the doors, touching stuff around the house. They've been trying to get stuff in order. They done done sat there and slapped their legs and played the video games. They're gonna have to wash their hands before they touch your privates too. Now I know. The reason why I brought this up is because I was a type of person where I will mention, hey, you need to wash your hands before you touch me down in. Can you go brush your teeth and just rinse your mouth out with some water afterwards? Don't use no mouthwash, but can you go brush your teeth and brush, you know, clean some of that, that food and that smoke and that liquor and all this stuff? Can you get that out your mouth before you put your mouth on me? And I'm going to tell you something. In that instance... Sometimes I'll be like, go on and do it. Sometimes I'll be like, I, I'll take the risk, right? And my pH be thrown off and I got a yeast infection. Don't have an STD, right? I get tested. I get tested. Now, I only had that much sex. I'm going to put that out there. I don't have a whole lot of sex. But when I do, I get tested, okay? So I make sure my STD status is negative. So whenever I do decide to do the nasty with somebody, I already know my cootie cat is clean. So if anything happens, if anything is thrown off, it's with you. Because I'm not out here in them streets like that. So I don't have to be like, I mean, it might be you. It might be somebody else. No, it's you, right? Anyway, know your status, ladies. Anyway, I have had slipped up and let somebody touch me with their dirty hands. What happens? I get, a, I get my pHs off. Y'all know what happens when your pH is off. You get a yeast infection, you you got to fix it down there. You got to wait a couple of days for it to clear up, whatever the case may be. So now, that's another good example. I told y'all example about me eating food that I shouldn't be eating, drinking drinks I shouldn't be drinking, and now I, I let uh, dudes touch me with their dirty hands or their dirty mouth. And so then the question comes, because I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I know some of y'all listening saying, oh, 
she making a good point. I know what some some more of y'all saying. Ugh, I don't care. I don't care. Somebody can relate, and that's the point of the podcast. Somebody know what I'm talking about. But how many yeast infections are we going to go through before we stick to go wash your hands, sir? Go brush the food out your mouth. Go clean your mouth, right? Please go clean your mouth before you put it on me. And something else, ladies, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to have to clean your mouth too and wash your hands because if you are a woman who performs oral sex on a man and you ate the same thing he ate, you ate the same spicy food that he ate, you smoked the same blunt or the same cigarettes that he smoked, or you drinking the same liquor that he drinking, and you go and put your mouth on him, and then y'all have sex, all that bacteria and spice and seasonings and smoke and liquor that you had in your mouth has transferred to his penis, which is now going inside of you, and guess what? You're still going to be thrown off with your pH. Craziest thing ever. We hurt ourselves sometimes. Now, something else. I had mentioned this earlier in this podcast. We look at situations like, well, look, you know, it could have been worse. A yeast infection ain't as bad as gonorrhea. A yeast infection ain't bad as, you know, pregnancy. I'll take a yeast infection over STD. (laughs) I've thought like that too. Like, okay, damn, you ain't got to wash your hands. Just don't touch me that long. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, I'm going to keep it real with you. It's been like that, right? That is a boundary that we have to set for ourselves. Girl, make sure you're not getting yourself messed up down there. (sighs) Another boundary is if you know that a man is, if he talks, if he, because there is different types of abuse. So if I've never been in a physically abusive relationship, but I, I, I tell you what, I have been lucky enough to feel like I've seen the red flags that will lead to a physically abusive relationship and I've left. So I haven't stuck around and been like, well, he looked like he might beat the shit out of me, but I'm going to stick with it anyway because, I mean, I'm a nice one. I ain't never done nothing like that. Uh, No. So if you see a man who pushes women out the way when he's walking for no reason, if you see a man who is verbally abusive, he's always calling you names, always got something to say about your clothes, always accusing you of stuff. Let me tell you something. Some people think it's cute. Oh, I like when my boyfriend jealous. Mm-mm. We're not doing none of that. If you have a man who is accusing you of things, he's accusing you of cheating. He's accusing you of talking to other guys. He's accusing you of looking at other guys. He's accusing you of uh, cheating at work, sleeping with other men. If he's a, all that stuff, to me, that's a red flag. I don't want to have to be in a relationship or a situation where I'm always saying, no, we just friends. No, I would never do that. No, no, no. I'm not doing any of that. Because if it's in his mind that you're doing it, he's going to react on that sooner or later because nothing you do is going to be right and everything is going to seem like you're trying to hide something. That's my thinking. That's how I avoid it. So you can set boundaries on how people talk to you. I don't like it when you yell at me. I don't like it when you talk over me. I don't like it when I'm trying to do something and you push me out the way. I don't like how whenever I pick up my phone, you always trying to look in it. I don't like how whenever I have something to do and I can't answer your phone call, you go off on me. I don't like that, right? You can set a boundary and your boundaries have to have consequences. If you keep accusing me of doing these things, I'm gonna have to let you go. 
Like you got one more time to do it. Remember, I said I'll try anything twice. You did that one time. Depending on how severe it is, if you do that shit again, I got to let you go. That's your boundary, right? Or you might say, I don't like you showing up at my house unannounced. Like, what you got going on? No, don't show up at my house. No, don't do that. Whatever your boundary might be, your boundary might be to your girlfriends. Hey, don't be trying to talk to somebody I just got out of a relationship with. Don't be trying to hook up with somebody that liked me first and we kind of kicked it. We just didn't. Don't do that. Don't come over to my house and tell my kids that they can do things I clearly told them not to do. Whenever you're around family, hey, don't call me out in front of these people that were here that we don't know. Don't try and embarrass me. Don't question my parenting in front of people. Don't do that. Don't call me only when you need something. You're right. Don't only call me to get gossip about somebody else in the family. Don't do that. When you at work, don't touch nothing on my desk. This is my stuff. I shouldn't have to label it. This is my desk. This is my area. Don't take anything off of my desk. Right? If I let you borrow my car, either put the, make sure the gas hand is where it was when I gave it to you or put some more gas in there and fill it up. These are boundaries. And something we have to remember is when we set boundaries, we have to stick to them. There has to be a consequence. If there's no consequence, what the heck is the purpose of making a boundary? Don't talk bad to me. Okay, because if I do what? Just don't talk bad to me. Man, forget all that. It's a consequence. The consequence is I'm going to have to leave you alone. Or the consequence means I'm going to argue right back with you and I'm going to hurt your feelings because I'm going to talk about your mama. Whatever your, <laughs> whatever your comeback is. Whatever it is. But whenever we set a boundary and you let somebody cross it and get away with it without a consequence, then guess what? They're going to step over the boundary again. And you can keep saying, uh-uh, don't do that again. They're going to do it again. I, I told you they're going to do it again. So now you don't have a boundary. You're letting somebody literally walk over you. They're pushing you back from what you said you wouldn't do. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you get taken advantage of. That's how you're known as somebody who was all bark but no bite because there aren't any consequences. That's how, and I, again, I've never been in an abusive relationship, but this is how I think this happens. When you are with someone who is physically harming you, I think it comes from you already let it happen one time, right? You got all these threats, but you don't carry them through. You might have a man who sexually assaulted you, not so much raped you, but he sexually assaulted you in a way where he, you know, you told him, I don't like to wake up to sex in the middle of the night and he starts having sex with you anyway. And then you just kind of give in, right? Then the next night you do the same thing. Next thing you know, you get getting woke up having dry coochie sex because this man has crossed your boundary that you didn't have a consequence for, right? Or you might have a man who smacks you across your face. And apologizes and you like, I know, I know it was my fault. Whatever the case may be, now he whipping up on you, right? Or if you are an abusive person and you cross people's boundaries too. So don't cross your boundaries. Don't neglect yours, but don't neglect other people's also because now it's like a tit for tat. Earlier when I said some people go back to the same situations because they're trying to be victorious, because they're trying to win the situation. That could be that going on with you too. When you cross somebody's boundaries, now they're going to cross your boundaries. Now both of y'all crossing, uh, disrespecting each other, and that's called toxic. 
If, if you live for toxicity, if you grind for it, if you look for it, if that's what makes your day go well, baby, that's on you. But for those of you who don't like that, this message right here, this part right here is for you. Create your boundaries for yourself and stick to them. Create boundaries for other people and stick to them. Respect your boundaries, respect other people's boundaries, and just go. There's there's people who, who like to be mistreated. There's people who like to be used, like literally like it. People who get used feel like they're 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 special in someone's life because they need me. They need me. That's why I let people use me. That's why I let people come to my house and move in without paying rent. That's why I let people borrow my car when they want to. That's why I always buy people stuff for their birthday, even though they don't buy me nothing. That's why I answer the phone every time they call, even though they don't answer every time I call. That's why I say nice things to them on Facebook, but they never say anything to me. That's why I let my boyfriend bring his ex-girlfriend over to stay tonight because I know that she needs somewhere to stay. And they might be sleeping around, but hey, sometimes people got to get over. I'm just happy to have a man. Some people look forward to that. Low self-esteem, whatever you want to call it, whatever they have going on. Again, that has nothing to do with you. My heat just came on. So if y'all hear that, that's what that noise is, right? The last thing that I'm going to say that you can do right now is when you've made your point, stop talking. That's it. I've said what I had to say. I've gotten all of my points out. I'm pretty sure you understood what I was talking about. I'm finished talking. When you've made your point, stop talking. Now, I realize that all of you are not like me. <laughs> and some of you, if you've stuck through this whole podcast episode, you've realized that too. But thank you for sticking through to the end. I appreciate you. And there are people who want toxicity. I covered that. There are people that always want their adrenaline going. They want their blood pressure to be high. It keeps them going. It keeps them alive. This message is still for you, though. Keep chasing what you're looking for. You'll find it and you will obtain it. So this is how I'm going to conclude this episode. Whether you are chasing toxic relationships or if you are chasing healthy relationships, whether you are chasing mental stability or if you are chasing chaos, if you are chasing laughter, smiles, and positive memories, or if you are chasing a lot of trips to the clinic, whether you are chasing fame for your good deeds or whether you are chasing the opportunity to be a better version of yourself, girlfriend, you've got this. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Oh my goodness, girlfriend.